What a great God we serve. It's an honor and a privilege tonight to have missionary Brad Shrekas with us, missionary to the Dominican Republic. We've been there uh, on several occasions. We've gone on some trips with uh, uh, Brother Shrekas, uh, doing, uh, bringing supplies back when Puerto Rico was hit by the storm and etc. Him and his wife and family are doing an incredible job uh, on the island of Puerto Rico. Will you welcome to this pulpit, Missionary Shrekas. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do we have any Dominicans in the house tonight? Where are they? No Dominicans tonight. I haven't made it yet. Amen. Oh, tenemos una Dominicana. Aleluya. Gloria a Dios. Aleluya. Amén, amén, amén. Estamos en la casa de Dios en esta noche. Aleluya. ¿Cuánto dice Gloria a Dios? Aleluya, aleluya. Give yourself a hand clap of praise. A hand clap because you did that well. Speaking in Spanish. Come on now. Amen, amen. You may be seated tonight. May the Lord bless you. It's such an honor to be here tonight in the sanctuary of the Palm Beaches. Amen. Did I get that right? I got it right. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That came out all right. And uh, it's an honor to be here. I want to say how much I appreciate, amen, your pastor and his wife. Uh, wonderful, wonderful people. I have to say, um, <clears throat> first time ever this has ever happened to me translating for any kind of speaker. Uh, your pastor actually hit me. He slapped the fire out of me. We were translating. <laughs> but I forgave him. Hey, we had a great time. It was at our minister's conference. Love you, Brother Kyle. <laughs> Amen. It was wonderful. Amen. He's a great, great man of God and had a great time on that ship. Got a little seasick going over. There was a little rocking going on in that boat, and I, I was a little sick. But coming back, the Lord calmed the waters, and and uh, we had a great time. Amen. God is doing some great things. God is is wonderful. He is he is awesome tonight. I can't say enough about what he is doing. Amen. What he is what he's done and what he's going to do. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And as he mentioned, I am actually here uh, for our regional leadership conference in Cooper City. Uh, was there today all day today, sitting in business and meetings and and. Uh, but I was able to slip away and make it up here to, to the church tonight. Amen. And I had a great time. Uh, I, was, I was telling Brother Kyle on the way up, I was talking to a man. We, the Lord has, has helped us and is helping us start a new church in the city of Santiago that we live in, a city of about a million population. And uh, since we have started the last six weeks, last six Sundays, we have had at least 40 first-time visitors that have come. Amen. And, and that has just been through word of mouth. And also I have to give God credit because we have been, we have been waging spiritual warfare on a daily basis. We have been binding and loosing and, and uh, God is doing some wonderful things. I'm telling you, I just, it's just amazing to sit back and watch as God brings people in. We've had already three people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We had... Uh, a couple Sundays ago, we had a young lady that was delivered of several unclean spirits, and in the altar, she called for her dad. She said, I, I need him to come. I gotta, I've got to say something to him. And, and uh, they had had a spat that had actually, she had hauled off and, and slapped him, and it wasn't pretty, but she in the altar, weeping and crying, 
said, I want you to forgive me. And right there on the altar, they hugged. And, and so God's doing some wonderful things, and we're excited about that. Amen. And so I was speaking. It was actually the Father. I was speaking to him tonight because uh, last night my wife was in charge of the cell group, and uh, he was there, and it was about baptism in Jesus' name. And so I was, I was talking to him, encouraging him, and I believe soon we're going to baptize him. He is from Honduras. Man, his whole family's from Honduras. And uh, so we're believing God for a revival, not just among the Dominicans, not just among the, the Hondurans that are there, but we have hundreds of Venezuelans that have come, and uh, we believe God's going to give us a harvest of Venezuelans, amen, for the name of Jesus, and, and we're believing for Haitians, we're believing for any, anything and everything. <laughs> Praise God. I believe the Lord is going to do that. And uh, so please uh, receive greetings from my wife. Uh, she was not able to come. My, our daughter, Emily, was not able to be here with me as uh, also was not be able, able to come. But, amen, you're just going to have to put up with me tonight. Think you all going to handle that? All right. <laughs> amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Kyle, for allowing me to be here tonight. And and uh, feel the Holy Ghost. Man, I, I, it was just a sweet presence of the Lord from the very beginning, the very onset Amen. When I walked through the doors, I felt the presence of the Lord moving. Even before most of you got here, amen, the Holy Ghost was already moving in this place. Amen. There's no telling what God's going to do right here tonight. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. If you would stand with me tonight, I want to uh, get into the word of the Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name. And I would like to draw your attention to the book of Isaiah, a very familiar portion of Scripture. Most of us could quote it, I'm sure, by, by memory. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 40. And uh, I want to start reading uh, from verse 28, but then I want to land on verse number 31 and talk about that tonight for just a little while. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 40, verse number 28. Amen. The scripture says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Amen. And I want to preach tonight for a little while. Amen. And I want to title this simply, In God's Waiting Room. In God's Waiting Room. Amen. Put your Bible down one moment and let's lift our hands and ask the Lord to bless. Amen. The remainder of this service tonight. Lord Jesus, we come before you tonight. Hallelujah, we need you, Lord. Hallelujah, we recognize our need of you. Hallelujah, we ask for your anointing upon us tonight. Anoint the ear of the hearer and the heart for them to receive it tonight. Anoint my lips of clay to speak as the oracle of the Lord in this sanctuary tonight. Hallelujah, and do what you please tonight in our midst, God. Meet the needs of your people. You know exactly what they have need of. We ask you to meet every need in Jesus' name. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Shake somebody's hand if you're close to somebody. Amen. And tell them you're glad to see them. And you may be seated tonight. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. 
Amen. I don't know about you, but I don't like to wait very much. God's taught me a lot of patience, but man, I mean, got to get something done. Just got to get it done and do it and not, you know, you don't want to have to wait uh, so much so that invariably I, will, I go to the store. I mean, it happens everywhere. I, no, it never fails. No joke. I always get in the wrong line. It's the shortest line, but it's going to be the longest line. <laughs> Anybody else ever have that look? Oh, my Lord. Uh, man, I just, I don't know, I have problems waiting sometimes. I, it just, it's not our nature sometimes to wait. We want things now. We want God to answer now. And it's just, we don't like to wait on Him. And it would be nice if we could just have a magic wand or, you know, just say, abracadabra, God, do your thing, and, and God do His thing every time. Now, there are times that God steps on the scene right away, and there are miracles that happen right away. We've seen that, and we've been witnesses to that. But there are times in our lives, every one of us perhaps go through a, a time or two like that in our lives where, amen, we have a, a situation, we have a need, we have a prayer request, and we ask God, God, I need you to answer now, and we need it, we need it yesterday. Uh, amen, we need the answer yesterday, and it just seems like there is silence in heaven. Everybody got the silent treatment? My Lord, it's not fun. It's not what we like to do. It's not what we would prefer. But, amen, sometimes God places us in that place of waiting, in that waiting room. Amen. I remember when our son was born, was being born, and it was an emergency cesarean, and and uh, they were going to let me go in and see the birth, you know. And I, I was ready. I had my video camera. I had two battery packs. That was the, that was the eight millimeter, I think, though, the, you know, way back there. Some of you guys don't even know what that is. But anyway, uh, that was that was pre-cell phone days, pre-internet days. That was that was a long time ago. Yeah, he, he, he remembers that. Amen. Amen. Y'all, some of you remember that. And so the doctor said, you know. There's this little waiting room here. You can sit right here and wait. And, and when it's time, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll call you and you can come in. I said, I was, man, I was, I was jazzed, man. I was ready to go. And I was thinking in my mind, any minute now, those doors are going to open up. And, and the doctor's going to say, come on in. And it's your time. And we're gonna, you, you can have a, enjoy the birth of your son. And, and so I was, I was thinking some really positive things and happy things. And, and it was our first child, you know. And it was just it was great. It was in Honduras. You know, we were just having a great time. And. I mean, my wife wasn't, but I was having a great time. And so I was sitting there, and, and a few minutes ticked away, and, and uh, I said, it was okay. And all of a sudden, the doctor, she comes out, and, and she's like frantic. She's trying to call the anesthesiologist, you know, and because and, uh, he wasn't scheduled for this emergency. It's a Syrian, and, and uh, she's like, i got to have you here now. And I'm thinking, oh, my Lord. And I'm thinking, my What's going on now? Things started to change in my mind, and, and I wasn't thinking such happy thoughts anymore, Brother Kyle. I was, I was thinking, my Lord, that's my baby in there. And, and uh, I would say, boy, you better get here, doctor. You better get here quick. It, was about, it seemed like about an hour. It was probably about 30 minutes, but it, was, it seemed forever. And here he comes. Doctor comes in. He's whistling Dixie almost, you know, just kind of just kind of chilled out, and he's scrubbing in, and I'm thinking, dude, you better get in there quick because that's my wife and that's my baby. 
And we need, we need your assistance now. We, we don't need to wait any longer. We need, we, now it needs to happen. Amen. Thank God everything went all right. Amen. Our son is now 22 years old and finishing out his second year in Bible college and, and things are going good. But, amen, at the moment it didn't feel good. It, it, wasn't, it didn't feel right. Amen. Because we were having to wait. Amen. And, and it happens to all of us at times where we just have to wait. And, and there's nothing. There's not a word from God. There's nothing that we can grab hold of except for His written word. But there's no spoken word, amen, that would come forth to give us any kind of, of hope or any kind of encouragement. We're just hanging in there in holding mode. It was the year 2014. Man, we were in Honduras as missionaries and great things were happening. People were getting the Holy Ghost. People were getting baptized. Miracles were taking place. I'm telling you, God was doing some wonderful things. And, and it was on a Easter around this time of the year that our daughter Emily became very ill. Extreme pain began to, to take over her entire body, her muscles all over her body, and just uh, a very difficult time for us. And we prayed prayer of faith over her and, and, and took authority over that. And, and, uh, and instead of getting better, Brother Kyle, she just got worse. And she began, her blood pressure was going all over the place. At one point it dropped to 40 over over 33, and she was passing out, and she was, her fingertips were tingling. We took her to the emergency room, and, and uh, we, they began to run all kinds of tests on her, and, and I'm, I'm not going to make it a long story because of time, but, amen, there was, there were several weeks that we were in, they, there was a team of doctors trying to figure out what was wrong with her, and they, they all came to the conclusion that we have done all that we can do. You need to take her back to the States to get treated because we, we don't have the resources. We can't do anything else for her. And so we began to make arrangements um, to go back, come back to the United States for her treatment. But amen, before that happened, I remember one Sunday was in service and my wife could not be there because she uh, became bedridden. She could not walk by herself, had to have someone with her at all times. And, and someone had to put their arm around her and walk from point A to point B with her. Uh, she could not stand on her own and, and could not be by herself. And so it was my son and I were at church on one Sunday morning. And it was my turn to, uh, in the service, to pray for the needs of people. And so, amen, I invited all those that had any kind of need of healing or whatever miracle they might need uh, to come up. And about 30 people filled the altar that morning. And I just prayed a simple prayer of faith and, and uh, didn't even ask them what they had. And, and after the prayer, I, I asked them, I said, now with a show of hands, I want you uh, to, to let me know uh, if, if God has answered that prayer and God has given you that miracle. Um, amen. And Brother Kyle, to my astonishment, I, I, shouldn't be, I shouldn't be astonished, but it never happened before like that. Every single one of them, 30 people, raised their hands that God had healed them or God had done a miracle right there in that prayer. And I'm thinking, God, that's wonderful. That's awesome. But, but what about Emily? What about my daughter? She's at home. She can't even be in this service. The pain was bouncing between, on a scale of 1 to 10, between 9 and 10. It was constant pain, 24-7. We threw everything at her, any kind of pain medication, and nothing was helping her. So we came back to the United States. That was June of 2014, and we began to run all kinds of tests at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston. And, and it wasn't until November that she was diagnosed with a very rare genetic disorder called Ehlers-Danlos. Never heard of it before. And 
And um, another thing, I mean, it's just complication with her heart. Every, every muscle in her body was affected by this. She, they had put her on about 40 pills a day uh, of medicine. It had brought it down to about an eight. I mean, she would wake up in the night screaming out in pain. And just for several months, for about 10 months, she couldn't walk on her own. And, and uh, just, it was just an incredible uh, experience that we went through. And here we are. We're sitting there in the States. I'm thinking, dear Lord, we're mission. You've called us to be missionary. Why, why are we here? Why, why are we waiting in this area? Why are we here? We, we, we need to be back on the field. And I would go to church, and I'd just raise my hands and say, God, even though I don't understand it, even though I can't see, I can't feel anything, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to raise my hands, and I'm going to worship you anyhow. And I would do that service after service. Amen. It wasn't until January 13 of 2015, I was praying in my morning devotion that morning, and, and we were going up to, a, to a, an appointment with her cardiologist, and so I said, God, I, I, I want you to bless this doctor. She's a wonderful doctor. She has been so kind to us, and I want you to bless her today. I said, God, we're going up to this meeting with her, this appointment at 3 o'clock, and I just want you to bless her. And the Lord spoke to me, and I, I can't say it was an audible voice, Brother Kyle, but there was such a strong impression on my mind and my spirit. And the Lord said this to me. This lady, this doctor is going through a very hard, difficult situation. That's all he said. I said, okay, God, if, if there's anything we can do in this appointment, just open up any kind of door. We're well, willing to walk through that door. We got up to the appointment. It was a two-hour appointment. At the end, uh, she finished and, gave, and said, the nurse will come in and give you the after-visit summary, and then you can go home. So we said, thank you, doctor. And she walked out, and the nurse came in was talking to us. When he finished, he said, oh, by the way, this doc, the doctor would like to say a few more things, ask you a couple more things. I said, okay. So she came back in, and she closed the door and she began to weep. She began to cry. She said, I've been going through a very difficult situation for the last two months. She said, I never have done this. I've never asked any of my patients any favor, much less their parents. I just, she's very professional. She said, but I know that you're people of faith and there's something different about you. Would you pray for me? Here we are, 21 stories up in this tower. We said, absolutely, we'll pray for you. We grabbed hands right there, and we began to worship the Lord and pray, and, and, and the Holy Ghost fell in that service. Amen. It was, it was in, that, in that appointment that she said, we're going to start backing her off of her pain meds because they're not really helping her. So, amen, we started backing her off of the pain medication. And, and the 26th of January, 13 days later, I'm here to tell you, uh, amen, God raised up our daughter. And she walked by herself for the first time in 10 months. Uh, amen, not just two or three little steps, two whole city blocks by herself. And through that waiting experience, through that waiting room, uh, time in our lives, uh, amen, I'm here to tell you, uh, amen, she came to a knowledge of truth. She came to church. She was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. She was baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Her mom was filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. Her sister received the Holy Ghost uh, and her child. Uh, amen. And uh, it's not all. Uh, amen. Her autistic little boy. Uh, amen. God healed him of autism. Uh, amen. God is doing some great things in her life. And she's still in church today. Amen. We call her. Amen. It's not Dr. Carrie. It's Sister Carrie. How are you, my sister? Hallelujah. But you see, we didn't understand at the moment. We didn't know what was going on, but God knew exactly what he was doing in our lives. 
Oh, let's give him some praise tonight. Hallelujah. Feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Praise God. Thank God our daughter is well. Amen. She's down to about four pills a day now for 40. Amen. God's done a wonderful work in her life. And uh, she's, <clears throat> getting, she's back to normal just like any other 18-year-old 18 18 now. She was 13 at the time. Amen. And we give God all the praise and the glory. Amen. But it's never fun. It's never easy to be in those waiting periods where you just don't know anything. You, now we look back and we say, now we understand. God, God had brought us all the way from Honduras. Amen. To reach this one lady, uh, amen, that was hungry for God, uh, amen, that needed God, uh, amen. And, and I'm telling you, God did a miracle. I, I forgot to mention God the very next day after we prayed with a Kyle. She told me, she said, you won't believe it, but the next day, it was something at the office. It was a problem at, at, in her work. And she said the very next day, everything changed. God, God worked something. And overnight, God changed the situation that she was facing, had been facing for two months. You say, well, that was just kind of happenstance. I don't think so. There's, not, there's no chance in God. God knows exactly what he's doing in our lives. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows everything in between. Amen. And sometimes some of us go through situations harder than others at times. Amen. But the, the one common factor is, amen, we serve a God. Amen. Who is always there. Even though you may not feel him, you may not hear him. Amen. You may not know what's going on, but you can raise your hands, come to the house of God and say, God, even though I don't know what's going on, I'm going to worship you and I'm going to praise you because I know there's some kind of purpose. There's a reason for what I'm going through. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The scripture that we have read tonight, verse number 31, but they that wait upon the Lord. That word wait in the Hebrew is kabah which literally is translated hope. It really should read, they that hope upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And that word kava means to intertwine like a rope. The more strands that there are in a rope, the stronger the rope. Anybody ever seen how they make rope? Anybody ever seen how they make rope? They got... They got these big old wheels. Well, at least that's why they do it overseas. They got these big old wheels, one on one side, and they got on the very on the other end. They've got like a nail, and they've got it wrapped around. They put all these strands, and they start twisting and turning that thing, and and uh, and then they they tie off the ends. And that's how they. I've seen them make rope. That way. I don't know. Maybe that's not the way they do it here. But anyway, that's how they do it overseas. So what the Lord is trying to tell us through His through his word, is it doesn't matter because sometimes we, are, we face weakness. Sometimes we have doubts. Somebody say, I have doubts. I've had doubts. Anybody ever had doubts? I've had doubts. Amen. But when we face the situation that we're in, we're in that waiting, holding period, in that waiting room that God's got us in for whatever reason. He knows best why he's got us there. Amen. If we could just take our little strand of, of weakness, and our little strand of desperation and 
and lack of, of hope, maybe could we say, uh, and, and, and say, God, here, here's what I've got. I don't have anything really to offer you. Uh, amen. It's not my strength. Uh, but if you would join uh, my little cord of whatever, uh, amen, of doubt, uh, amen, uh, of confusion, uh, whatever it may be, uh, if you would join that uh, with your rope uh, of power and authority, uh, amen, I know that everything's going to work out all right. I know everything's going to be okay, hallelujah, because when we are connected and intertwined, amen, with him, when we hope upon the Lord, amen, he will renew our strength. Is there somebody in the house tonight that needs to, to, to hold up your little string, your little strand, and say, God, this is all I've got tonight. I can't do it on my own. I don't have, I don't have the answer. I don't, have, I don't hear anything, but here I am, God, tonight. I'll I'll lift it up to you. Would you please intertwine it? Cover. Hallelujah. I'm going to cover tonight. I'm going to hope in you tonight. I'm going to let you intertwine my failures, my weaknesses, my disappointments with your presence. Hallelujah. 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 God has come into this room here tonight. I don't know you. I don't know the cow. Maybe a couple other people in this church. But God knows exactly who you are. He knows exactly what you're going through. And I've just come to encourage somebody tonight that's facing an uphill battle, facing a difficult situation, facing whatever it may be, whatever situation you are facing. Maybe it's financial Maybe it's emotional, maybe it's spiritual, maybe, uh, maybe it's family situations, maybe I don't know what, what you're going through, uh, amen, but the Master uh, is here tonight. Jesus uh, knows exactly uh, where you're at. Uh, he has not forgot you, uh, amen, you're, you're not, He has not lost you, uh, amen, you're not by yourself, uh, amen, come on tonight. Uh, I say come on tonight. Uh, they uh, that hope upon the Lord shall renew their strength, uh, they shall shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Just stand with me tonight. Come on. Hallelujah. All over this auditorium. Amen. Would you raise your hands right where you're at? Hallelujah. Say, God, hallelujah, I don't have much to offer you tonight. Hallelujah. You know my situation. You know what I'm going through. You know what's happening, God, even though I don't understand it. I don't have it figured out. I'm not sure what's going on. But, God, I know that you know all things. You know exactly why I'm in this waiting period, in this waiting room. And God, tonight, I'm asking you to take what little bit of, of, of hopelessness maybe I have, maybe a little bit of strength that I have left. And God, I offer that up to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody talk to the Lord right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They that hope upon the Lord. Is there anybody, amen, that can hope upon the Lord tonight? Is there anybody that can say, God, I'm here. This is me, Lord. And I'm here. I know you know who I am. I know you know where I'm at. I know you have not left me. You have not forsaken me. You have not abandoned me. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. 
hallelujah, by the authority of the Word of God and by the power of the name Jesus. I bind every spirit of doubt tonight. I bind tonight every, every, everything that would come against the people of God. Hallelujah. In the name Jesus. And I loose, hallelujah, your power and your authority. Hallelujah. To work in our lives right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Come on, let's let the Lord move right now. He's ministering right now. Hallelujah. What is it that you have need of tonight? Hallelujah. What are you going through? Hallelujah. I'm not saying that there's a magic wand that you can pull out tonight and say, tomorrow it's going to be all right. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in the middle of the process, in the middle of the journey, amen, there is hope tonight. I said there's hope. Hope, sanctuary of the Palm Beaches. There is hope in Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Anybody feel like the Lord is talking to you tonight? I'd like to invite you to open this altar tonight. Come on. Come on. Let's, let's gather around here. Come on. Let's lift up what we have, what little bit of strength we might have left, and let the Lord intertwine it with his rope. Amen. Tonight, a power and authority and strength tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Talk to him right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let your will be done in my life, God. Help me to understand the purpose that you have and what I'm going through. Hallelujah. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. Infuse strength into my spirit. Infuse strength into my mind. Infuse strength into my heart tonight, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me strength to run through a troop and leap over a wall. Help me, God, understand. Hallelujah. But all things work together for the good of those who love God. To those who are the called according to His purpose. Oh, I feel strength right now. I feel encouragement flowing in the house tonight. Jesus is, is moving in among us. Jesus is right here. Come on, reach out and touch him tonight. Hallelujah. Reach out and touch him right now, right where you're at. Come on. Hallelujah. Raise your hands. Oh, it's me, Lord. Here I am. I give everything that I have to you. I give you my strength. What little bit I may have, I give it to you. I'll give you everything, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. That's it, that's it, that's it. Just respond to what you feel right now in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, amen, you can be filled tonight. Hallelujah. If you are sick in your body, you can be healed tonight because Jesus is in the house. And when Jesus is present, anything can happen, anything is possible. Hallelujah. All things are possible to them that believe. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.